0: Today, we thought we would talk about a topic that I work with a lot in my program. I know Laura's talked to a lot of women who experience this as well, and we've dealt with it too, which is really how do we learn to trust our intuition, right? I think so often... We know we have intuition or we even believe something is intuition, but we might doubt it. Or maybe we've had some experiences in our life where we thought it was our intuition and it was a really bad choice. And now we feel like we can never trust our intuition. But our intuition and wisdom is a huge part to operating more in the feminine. It's a huge part to operating a successful business in a different way. And so we have to learn to trust it. But how do we do that, Laura?
1: (laughs) I know. It's a good question. I do believe that most people know it's a good idea to trust their intuition. And we even have an expression in the world, right? It's like, trust your gut, you know, trust it, trust that feeling. Yet so many of us do not. And maybe even more so women that don't trust it because we have had negative experiences with being kind of made to feel that we were too emotional or we went with our instincts instead of being more measured and more um, thoughtful or intellectual, like a male counterpart approached it or something, you know, kind of gotten maybe burnt a little bit by using our intuition. However, I would say that a lot of times in those cases, either you were probably still really spot on and whoever it was, didn't want to receive that information and made, made you feel bad about your trusting your intuition, or you might've been feeling something that kind of can feel like if there's a real strong emotional reaction to something, we can think that's intuition. But there's a way of checking that out. And we're going to talk a little bit about like, what are ways that you can check that out in your body? And that's what when Sonia and I refer to something as a felt sense. That is the way the body experiences an emotion. And it helps us check it out because it's not just a cognitive reaction. It's a body physical reaction that we're having.
0: Yes. And I think along those lines too, I really want to legitimize that many of us have been shamed in our lives for trusting our intuition, for talking about something that isn't logical, for talking about something that we sense but we don't have all the backings and the logic behind it. And, and so we have been trained and slammed and wounded and, you know, shamed that that's not good, that that's stupid, that what do we have to back that up? And so, you know, it is important to understand that many of us in this area do have trauma, like, you know, our parents even. I mean, I remember when I was quite young, I could feel things. And when I said things that people didn't like, you know, when I said, you know, when I told them truth that they didn't really want to hear, especially as a young child, right? I was grounded or I was, you know, taught to to obey the parents and, you know, do what you need to do. And like, you don't know what you're talking about. And so all these ways I was made to feel that, all those feelings I had were wrong. All those feelings that I had were stupid. All those feelings that I have were shameful. And that took me decades to finally open up and really understand that I do have a gift. I do have an ability and a connection to be able to feel things and to now legitimize it. And, you know, so I think it's really important to recognize that it is normal because women have been shamed a lot for these senses that we have. And so if you feel that way, if if you struggle to trust your intuition, you're not alone. It's totally okay. And it's most likely because you have some trauma in your past from really trusting yourself and then someone telling you you were wrong.
1: Absolutely. And we're having this conversation today because we want to really bring it out into the discussion and into our awareness that even if you have been Feeling like you've minimized your intuition or you've ignored it or it has felt silly or um, non factual, you know. And and like um, Sonia was just saying, you've been shamed around it. We want to bring some healing to that today. We want to really bring some support to that aspect that all human beings have. You know, it's not just the feminine, but the feminine energy is made of that subjective. So, so we're, you know, There's the subjective way that we learn and there's objective. And now there's science in a lot of the neurobiology that studies like what's actually firing in the brain. Like there's parts of the brain that starts to fire when somebody's sensing something. We can study those things now. In the past, it was just a feeling and now they actually can map it into parts of the brain to be like, oh, wow, that's the amygdala, which is responsible for emotions. And that's firing while this person is having this experience. So I think there's more and more science that comes to it, which is great for those that really have had a hard time owning it. But I want to say that you don't need the science. (laughs) You don't need the science to to feel it play out in your life and to start seeing the benefits of starting to trust the felt sense, to to feel um, that nagging, you know, that little something's nagging at your... Subconscious, or something keeps revealing, or we have dreams. I mean, there's all sorts of different interesting ways that intuition and just the things that we know to be true that we can't quite see, they start to become present in our awareness. And there's also great research now on what is called the vagus or the vagal nerve. The vagal nerve is running from the gut into the brain, and it is a nerve that they have found is responsible for actually. Gathering information from the sensation. So um, this whole trusting your gut literally has an actual scientific tracking here because the vagal nerve gets stimulated if something is um if it's scared or something is threatening and it will sense to the brain, like be careful, like there's something you need to watch here. You know, so that's that feeling in our gut. Sometimes I just I just couldn't trust that person. Like I felt it in my gut, you know, that something was off. So that's really interesting because there is something happening biologically in our body when that's happening. And then there's also just more and more of an an attunement that we have when we allow ourselves to connect to it and to practice it more.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think you brought up something really important, which is that, you know, again, we can look at it through a feminine lens or a masculine lens, right? And what often happens is that intuition is subjective, Like it is – it doesn't mean it's not true or it's not – relevant but it is inside of us and so I think so often what's from the masculine lens from what we've been taught we're really looking out at the world to get confirmation we're looking out at the world to know what's true right so whether we're looking to someone else to give us the truth we're looking to scientists we're looking to science we're looking to logic we're kind of looking you know outside of ourselves for what is true whereas intuition is really looking inside of yourself For what is true and it doesn't matter if anyone else confirms it it's your intuition it's your compass it's your internal wisdom and there may may be no one else that feels it the way you do and it doesn't make it less true and i think that's the that's the messages and the mixed messages that we've received in our lives is that If other people can't confirm it, if science can't do it over and over and over again and confirm it, then it isn't real, then it isn't true. And that's so, in such a way, we've dismissed some of our greatest wisdom, because we can't prove it. I mean, science is more looking backwards than looking forwards. It's always looking at what it already is. It's not, you know, and trying to understand it. It's not like creating anew, which is what we're doing every day. So I think, you know, it's this really interesting shift in mindset that we have to have to understand that, first of all, it's about trusting our viewpoint, our feeling, our wisdom, our internal subjective sensations. And there is a way to improve the results of that. Like any skill that you can build, you can build your trust in your intuition and you can build your discernment about truth. But I think first we have to recognize that, you know, if you're one of those people that's always looking outside of you for truth and outside of you for proof, this is going to be a greater skill that you're going to need to build. It's going to be a challenge at first because trusting your intuition requires looking inward.
1: Yes. Yes. And it is unique to each person. So there's not a general formula that we can all follow, right? Unfortunately, we can't just give you the script, but fortunately it's a unique expression and something that you get accustomed to. Like you were saying, Sonia, it's something that you acquire and through practice to so say in, in the felt sense of, Oh, that's that feeling I get every time when I know something's wrong or I know that something's right. Something's leading me, you know, everyone's feeling is different for some people. They might say like, Oh, I just get this every time I get this ringing in my ears or I get this openness in my chest or my belly feels really warm. Right? So when you start to realize you have certain tells like certain things that are consistent to your body, but until you start to pay attention to them, You don't really get to know them and you can't trust somebody else's. You know, somebody else can't say, Well, every time I know that I'm completely spot on because I have this experience, you have to figure out what is your experience that it's how your body is communicating that you're spot on or that you're feeling something, or you start to listen, you know. And for a lot of people, it is that feeling, and there is something in the belly. There's a lot in the chest and the belly around like, Hmm, this intuitively feels right for me.
0: Yeah. Well, last night it was interesting because I had a Q&A with my clients and I asked some of them who, because we had this topic and we, it was a good, it was a really good topic someone brought up and then we were exploring what that feels like and how do you trust it. So I asked a lot of my clients, I said, for those of you who can feel the difference between your intuition and say a reaction, because I think that's what a lot of people fear is that, you know, is this my intuition or is this like, you know, a, a self-sabotaging pattern? Is this, you know, my fear? Is this, and this This is where we go into that self-doubt and questioning. So I said, I would love for any of you who feel like you have a discernment, you have some clarity between when you do feel, you know, your intuition and when you do feel more of a reaction fear, what does it feel like in your body? And so it was really cool because each person, of course, was unique, like they all had a bit of a different variation of how it feels like, but there was some general consensus and some of those consensus, and I feel the same in my body as well, is that when I'm feeling my intuition, there is a neutralness right? There is a, like a, almost like a peace or like a stillness, right? A knowing. And when I'm feeling a reaction, you know, I'm agitated and there's like more like, oh, defensiveness in my body. And there's more like, oh, you know, you can really kind of feel those emotions and they're really strong and it's not neutral. And it doesn't make me feel peaceful. (laughs) It makes me feel very agitated. And so I think that was kind of similar. You know, everybody had different words they used, different feelings. They would describe different parts of their body. You know, some people felt more just more open in general when it was their intuition and more closed when it was their, you know, reaction. Some people felt it in their belly in terms of like, you know, their intuition or they would feel it in their head when it was a reaction. So there's a lot of very variations but i do think it can at least you know some of these descriptions can at least start you in your exploration to uncover what your unique kind of framework is so that if you get to a point and you're like is this my intuition or is this my you know reaction you can feel well what do you feel in your body what what is the sensation that you feel And then you can follow one or the other, but over time, it's like you'll train yourself as you're reflecting, as you're questioning, as you're asking. You'll train yourself to notice the difference. And so, you know, it's a skill you build in discernment.
1: Yes, absolutely. And as you were talking, it made me think about, you know, one of those responses when you're off is somewhat that uh fear based or it's like reaction. The other one that gets often miss uh people don't know how to interpret it is the positive one of like where you think, oh it's my it's my gut telling me to do this. Like I'm totally want to do this. This is it. This is the path. This I'm gonna do, you know, and you get really excited. And so people say, oh that's my intuition telling me to go for it because I'm so excited. I think that one gets very confused too because it feels so good. But as you were talking, I've thought about like the way that that one is can be really different is that that neutrality, just like you said. So when your gut says, intuitively, I feel like this is a really good path forward for me. There is usually this knowing this excitement that's like expansive and it feels peaceful. When it's like an attachment and and like you really want it, so you want it so bad you can't, you're just like, it's my gut, my (laughs) instincts, totally tell me. It's usually um, more of a preoccupation. It's a little bit more like focus on it. It's not as neutral or are still it's a bit more obsessive. Is it more obsessive.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I think I think about that in terms of like falling in love. I mean, how many for most of us, especially at my age, you know, you've had lots of different experiences in terms of infatuation and falling in love and like you have The people that you feel like are your soulmates. or There's like some strong connection. I've heard a lot of women talk about this as well. And so they feel like that was my gut. That was my intuition telling me to be with that person. And then it turns out really badly because it was – an attachment or more of an obsession or you know something there that was a pattern to be integrated and then all of a sudden that experience creates this almost self-fulfilling prophecy that they can't trust their gut. And so then for years and years in the rest of their lives they're like, "Well, I trusted my gut and it failed me. I trusted my gut and it failed me." But that wasn't actually your gut. And so this is such a good conversation because I feel like that is brilliant Laura. Like I we didn't even talk about that last night cuz I didn't even think about that, but Yeah, we we do confuse the positive things and we think that excitement and thrill and adrenaline sometimes can be that place of intuition, but it is so much more expansive and grounded when we're actually experiencing our wisdom and intuition.
1: Yes. There's a trusting in it. It doesn't have a it doesn't have a rush to it, It doesn't have some sort of like fleeting like I've got to do it or it's never gonna happen again. I don't know, there's intuition is like, yeah, we're good. We're on, like there's a a patience to it, you know, um, where there's intensity sometimes around that. And I'm so glad that you brought in that comparison of love, because I think that's one a lot of people can relate to. And I've heard that so many times with my clients too, that they're like, oh, I'm never doing that again. Like I did trust it. I did, obviously can't trust my own self to pick out my partner because I suck at it. Right. <laughs> How many women think that they've just trusted something in themselves and made that choice, but often it's, getting ahead of themselves, a longing, a wanting that person to fit into, um, an, an attached attachment and an idea of what they wanted that love to be. And, you know, when we're trying to pivot, we're trying to make a new decision, move into a new house, decide on a new relationship, launch a business, you know, we're looking for that, those like breadcrumbs, those ahas those like something that tells us we're on the right path. And so I think that often that's where people will get kind of, they're so excited or they want to know that they get ahead of themselves in a way. And it's like, those are the moments that you really have to, it's also important to, to do some alone processing because in those environments, you often have everyone around you that's like, oh yeah, you should totally do it or you shouldn't do it try to give yourself a lot of space when you do want to get in touch with your intuition so that you just hear your own inner voice and then spend some time like just getting, you know, sitting with it. This is a a practice in business coaching and in psychotherapy where you're, where you will imagine an outcome and you allow yourself to fully embody that. Like, let me see myself on that path or with that person. And then let me notice in my body, like, where do I feel that? What do I feel kind of imagining yourself in that space? And then, you know, and you can use your intuition there because it's like your intuition right there is, is kind of, it has imagination. It's able to imagine what you would be like in that place. And then that's often where you might feel that unease or you might feel a little sign of something. And we can be real quick if we're attached to it to be like, Nope, not paying attention. It's great. Like, Let's not pay attention to the fact that my head started throbbing in the middle of that.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh, so true. And like, the thing is, is there is, if we really look back and we're honest about our relationships, right? So if I look back at any of the ones that I felt like was my soulmate, I felt like it was like my intuition. If I really look back and I'm honest, I can always see the red flags. I can always see those moments where I didn't actually listened to my intuition that was like someone's screaming at me like Sonia don't do it and I was like no 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 this is right this is it and you know I mean it's so it's so interesting and I think you know like what you were saying Laura is so true is that oftentimes when we're attached or when we, you know, really want something and we're just unwilling to see the full picture, right? Like there's always good in what we're choosing, right? But there's also the red flags and the negative that we choose to ignore. And I think you can see it in the way that we rush the process. Whereas intuition is like nature. It always has its own rhythm. It always has its own flow. There's no need to rush, right? In nature, everything gets done, but there's no rushing, right? The trees build, the, you know, the birds have their babies, you know, like all this stuff that happens, right? There's no rush to it. And I think that's a really good sign because are we rushing something? Are we rushing a process? Are we rushing a decision? Are we, you know, trying to push something because we're attached to it versus, you know, our intuition is very settled. Like it's, I know in my life when it's been my intuition, it's like done. Like it's like, like, it's like it drops in. It's like, boom. And it's a knowing, right? It's like, oh, okay, that's it. There's no need to rush it or push it or it just is, And so then it can just flow in the way it needs to flow. And it tends to be my patterns that push, rush, fight against, you know, it's like all the nature and the rhythm. If that's all screwed up, yep, that's all my patterns.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. It's really interesting how intuition is patient and it has this ease and this space to it. And it really, and you know how many times when you have successfully felt into it and you've trusted your intuition and you finally make the decision, it feels so good. And you feel relief and you feel ease. You're just like, gosh, I, I made this decision. It feels so aligned versus when you make a decision that even you may feel is in your you know, it's your intuition. But then if it's that lingering one that just, you, you're just preoccupied, you can't quite rest. You're still kicking yourself around or you're still questioning or still something like that's usually time to, to go ahead and circle back around on that one. Because when you're really hit on the intuitive knowing, it really does bring you a sense of peace. You really feel that. I just know it. I just know it's the right thing to do. And I want to also clarify that this does not mean they're easy decisions. It doesn't mean that our gut always leads us somewhere where we're like, oh, now I'm believed and happy. Sometimes it's very painful. Sometimes your intuition leads you to let go and move on or to say goodbye or to start something new. And you may feel all this sadness, but it's it's like you feel the grief, but you're also still at ease. Like there's still some like, peacefulness, bittersweetness, you know, that you've like come to that conclusion when it's aligned with your more intuitive knowing. Yes.
0: Yes. And, and I know we're going to wrap up here in a minute, but I I just want to say as well that there, this is a skill and you absolutely can learn to trust it. And the first thing that it really requires is space and listening, right? And I know we preach about it probably every single episode. Space, space, give yourself space. But it really is true. You cannot begin to trust your wisdom and your intuition if you can't hear it. And if you don't have space in your life, you won't hear it. And so you know this is that piece where it requires the the space, the stillness, the the contemplation, the willingness to go inside of yourself regardless of anything outside of you, that willingness to really trust what you feel inside. And and oftentimes when I'm working with clients who struggle with this, one of the things that I tell them is back yourself. Choose it even if it's wrong. Choose your intuition even if it's wrong because you will get so much more from that. Your your body, your cells, your being, your practice will come around so much more effectively if you back yourself, if you trust yourself. Every time you doubt yourself, it pushes you away from your intuition. It pushes you away from your wisdom. So, you know, there are ways for you just to start to explore, you know, what does wisdom and intuition feel like for me what are some of the reference points I had and if you do feel like you've had bad experiences like you trusted your intuition and it didn't work out really go back and feel was there space there was there really a knowing or was it a little bit rushed was there some red flags you just didn't want to see like you know get honest in your exploration so that you can start to trust yourself again because this is a very powerful superpower we you know our ability to trust trust our intuition and wisdom the beauty of our intuition and wisdom is it always guides us in the right direction it always brings us to a place of ease and freedom and growth and fulfillment and joy and if we can trust that and follow that things will unfold in our lives that we can't even imagine yet but every time we deny that that's where we create misalignment and that's you know such an issue with us in the world
1: yes i love that reminder to be in the experience and to practice and to listen and sometimes you're gonna get it spot on and other times you're gonna be like oh that wasn't quite right was that like i just revisit and give your you know just give yourself that space to be playful your own intuition you know this is there's a lot of great intuitive or like creative teachers right that just say create a relationship with your creative self or with your wise self And our creativity and our intuition is very much intertwined. And so feeling like you're really starting a relationship with her and that you're listening to her voice, like allow yourself to feel that, you know, almost like third party, like let her personify, feel the energy of your intuitive self, almost like she is someone else for a little bit so that you can get a sense of, of her and then feel oh, wait, that's, that's me. This is my intuitive knowing. So I love that. I love that too.
0: All right. Well, that sounds like a perfect place to wrap up. So thank you all for joining us and have a great day and we'll see you next week. If you have a service business, I can help. I know many of you are feeling fear, worry, or confusion about how to pivot your business and survive these times. I'm in my third decade of helping women navigate challenging business situations. These are unprecedented times and we need to think quickly, be creative, and stay strategic to navigate them and come through successfully on the other side. If you are struggling right now and need help, I can help you in one of my many coaching programs that have been developed for just this form of crisis. You don't have to do it alone. I can quickly help you look at where you need to put your attention so that you can financially remain stable. Go to sonyastatman.com or womeninthebusinessarena.com for support.